So those have been your views and what uh, that those have been, you know, your take. That's been your take on what you think and what you see. And I know councillors right now are on the are in the spotlight. And I think we also need to be a little bit more kinder and gentler because it only takes a particular system that flaws properly uh, for anything or um, these councillors to be well equipped or well informed to have that ability to do what they need to do. So in the process, during conversations, I think let's also allow this process to take place where we find solutions and assist the best way that we can. And it's not all about uh, who has a PhD, who has a master's, who should run this because sometimes as long as you have basic education at the end of the day you should be able to know when a document is is presented to you have the ability to decode interpret and you know look at it in such a manner that you understand exactly what's going on and what you're signing because sometimes you end up signing your life and this can end up being the conversation where we start having um, such unsavory conversations of pointing fingers but anyway moving right along uh, broadcasting from BRICS education senior official meetings and um, in the studio I do have um, uh, Brazil's vice minister of education and secretary of state for Higher Education, uh, Federative Republic of Brazil. That's Miss Denise Perez de Cavallo. Good to have you on SAFM. Good morning. It's a great pleasure for me to be here in Mpumalanga in South Africa for the BRICS meeting. Welcome to the Talking Point. Now, let's get straight to the point. As Brazil, what value are you bringing uh, to this conversation, to this conference? Uh, I would like uh, to tell that it's very important for our country and the government from President Lula to increase the cooperation between the the BRICS countries. I must say that we have not many students from South Africa, China, Russia and India nowadays in Brazil and we want to increase the number of these students in the same way that they want Brazilians to study abroad in these important countries. Um, And since becoming part of BRICS, what have been the improvements or developments that you've seen? It's very important to uh, have uh, some networks that are being created uh, regarding education. For example, the uh, network of universities and the network for institutes of uh, professional and technological um, education are also very important. Uh, a global uh, discussion about important themes uh, for education, like uh, labor market, the, um, the influence of artificial intelligence, digital technology in education, and how our ba- from basic to uh, higher education and including the tertiary education it's very important for us to see all these levels of education and how they can be improved 
in our uh, countries. Mm. In terms of numbers, let's look at, let's say, percentages. Do you have a specific percentage that you take per year from either a, one of the four countries, one of the BRIC countries, to say maybe South Africa will have 30% of the students or or is it uh, on, on, on an intake basis, whoever wants to, to come into Brazil? Um, not yet. Uh, this year, um, I have the great pleasure to tell you that we have uh, 6,000 um, places for students that come abroad in Brazil. In our more than 100 universities, we have these a thousand, uh, more than 6,000 places for students but we do not have many students from South Africa we have students from other countries in Africa but the, not the majority of them do not come from South Africa that is in the BRICS mm. so uh, I, I would like to increase these numbers but we don't have a percentage maybe it's a good idea to to have uh, a number of students and try to achieve it from each of the BRICS states members what could be the issue? Why would um, South Africans not want to come to Brazil? Could it be a language issue? Yes, I'm, I'm sure it's a language issue. Because you know we have many students from the, the, the countries that uh, speak Portuguese, like Mozambique and so on. So it's a language issue. But we in Brazil, we also have to study more English from the beginning, from the basic school, and try to have, uh, uh, to teach in English. And also, it's important for, for the, the youth to learn other languages. And I'm sure that when they come to Brazil, they will speak Portuguese uh, very quickly. And it will be important also for Africa that South Africa speaks more Portuguese because you, you are near other countries where uh, Portuguese is, is spoken. Uh, we think that the young uh, cannot learn new languages, but I'm, uh, I know that they can do that. So they can go to Brazil and there they can learn Portuguese to continue their study. So nowadays we have a test uh, to test if they uh, can uh, follow the, the, the courses in Portuguese. And it's very difficult to pass through these tests. So we are, we are going to change this bureaucracy. I think that people can arrive there speaking their own languages and they can learn Portuguese there. And, and roughly, what, what sort of curriculums do you offer? For, oh. for the outside students? Um, so we, we, we do have um, uh, agreements for undergraduate courses from engineering, advocacy, medicine to odontology, as a science, uh, uh, politics, and so on. All, all the courses are offered to foreign students and also in the graduate courses they can do master courses there or doctorate so uh, we now have uh, these kind of agreements that it's for the full course so they will be doctors from brazil they will uh, masters from brazil or they will be a uh, lawyers from brazil you know uh, uh, we are now thinking about uh, um, a time that is less than the entire course. Maybe an interchange of six months, a year, just for these students to know the country, to, um, to live the, the life of the country, the culture. It will increase multiculturality that is very important for the global world. Mm. 
Are there any sub subsidies in place where maybe you subsidize the students or are they fully covered? in terms of tuition? Yes, they are covered by uh, scholarships, Brazilian scholarships. And also from their uh, government, they have uh, an amount of money, a scholarship for their, for, from their own country and also from Brazil. So they can stay there due to these scholarships. And in terms of the pass mark, what sort of criteria do you use for it to say, you know, this particular student actually qualifies to be in Brazil? What is the basic qualification? Uh, at this time point, we do have a call, so they have to read it. Uh, uh, South Africa is uh, inside this agreement, uh, just like the other countries of Africa and other countries of the world. And there are several um, I, don't, I, I cannot tell you all these points, but it's all done. It's in our Minister of Foreign Relationship. It's open to August, so I would like to, to tell the, the youth, the students from South Africa, that Brazil will be very happy to receive you next year. And lastly, before I let you go, what can we expect after this conference that is different from what has been done before? What, what we do expect is that we can collaborate more, not only uh, regarding these eight themes that are being discussed here that are very important, from climate change to the change in methodological uh, issues uh, for teaching and learning, the labor market, all these things are very important. But what's m the most important is to increase the collaboration uh, among our countries to receive more students from these countries in Brazil and also Brazilians, uh, they, they should have the opportunity to study in these other countries to develop our countries together, to increase the opportunities for education. And I would like to finish uh, remembering Paulo Freire, this important Brazilian educator that, that said that uh, education does not uh, change the world. Education uh, changes people and people, educated people, they can change the world. Thank you so much for joining us on The Talking Point on SAFM. Ms. Denise Perez de Cavallo, Vice Minister of Education and Secretary of State for Higher Education, uh, Federative Republic of Brazil. Thank you so much Thank you for giving us much. your time.